Tony Malazzo, you are live and on board, and my guest today, Jimmy Kimmel, Conan, Fallon, he's watched them all, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. TK Matterson. What is going on, my friend? How oh, you doing, Tony? wow, it is good to have you here, my friend. It's good to be here, sir. Glad you came out. I've tried to get him out here to the water. This guy must be a workaholic, or he's afraid of the sea because he, I just couldn't get you out here. I'm not afraid of the sea, my friend. My wife and I have been actually working on a project can't really talk about it now I signed a non-disclosure but uh, we're, we've had a, a big meeting Thursday that we're gearing up for but I haven't been able to make it out and you know I've, some of the other comics have told me how great your podcast is and I love your stand-up so I didn't want to oh, be you, the sir. guy that canceled like four times you've been very sweet about letting me yeah. you know but I told my wife I said I guess she goes no 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 it's cool we're, she's got a lot of work done today yeah, yeah. She, so you left the work on her yeah well my wife as you know is also a comic but yep. she is working with me on this project so yeah I was kind of hoping she'd come out because she's funny too and the yeah, two together I would have got uh, assaulted with double funny but that's yeah, alright it's that's crunch right. time for us crunch time for you yeah. guys he, he's a busy man TK's not only doing his own stand up he's producing shows both live and television stuff right You're yeah we, we we shot a reality show called Married to Comedy which was a sizzle with Media Verite about and we cast it about couples that are married and do comedy but mm. uh, it's been a while since we heard from them like three months so I think as they say the deal's dead I'm sorry, it's dead. But yeah. it might pick up again. Yeah, yeah, you know how that goes. They call you down the road. Yeah, my wife shot a thing for A&E in New York uh, like four months ago, and we flew up, and they paid her well. She did a sizzle, then a pilot, and then A&E decided not to go with that. It was like a hidden camera reality show with a moralistic ending. Yeah. But she just got an email saying they might be interested again. So, But who knows? Until, yeah. until it goes, until the handshake's done and you sign. Yeah. And even then, you don't know if it's going to TV, you know? Yeah, so, you don't know. No. And then sometimes uh, something happens on their end. Like, when they're screwed, they'll give you a call again. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it works. When they got a problem or they don't have programming, you're on. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you're, you're a busy guy. I'm glad you came out to the water and you're yeah. spending some time with uh, me and the listeners. Next time, though, we're going to get TK to go out. Have you been sailing, TK? I have been sailing. Not a ton, but uh, when I was younger, I had a girlfriend that uh, her friend had a sailboat. We went out a couple times, and when I was a kid... Uh, my mom's friend had a had a boat. We went out a few times, and my dad bought one uh, before he passed away. For like four years in Florida, I'd go see him, and mm. we'd, it was the kind of you go up the the ladders, and then he was yeah, driving. Yeah, flybridge powerboat. Okay, yeah, and he'd let me steer a little bit. Yeah, I was in my twenties though, so my younger brother, who was you know in his teens, it was more exciting for him, you know, to steer. Right. So you like the water? I just wanted to drink beer and when the sun, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do like the water. I don't get seasick. I like the water. I've never done a cruise, yeah. uh, and we thought about doing cruises together like for comedy but people say that the problem I talked to a guy that does cruise and he said it's great but the problem is if you're not having a good week you're there all week oh yeah and people see you and they will not hesitate to walk up and go wow you're really not funny and then you see them you can't get away from them <laughs> he said one one week it was so bad for me just stayed in this cabin all week <laughs> so you have to yeah you, know, you don't want to be on set on a cruise ship yeah new <laughs> But I hear it's really good money. It's like yeah. three grand for a cruise, you know. I can't picture you having a bad set. You are so Yeah, funny. you say that. But you are so yeah, funny. God bless man. you. You are hilarious. God bless I you. I love your comedy. <clears throat> love your comedy. If you haven't seen TK Matterson, you have to go check it out right now online. You well, you can go to, uh, and I don't use my last name on stage. I just go by TK. So just, if you okay. go to tkcomedy.com, you can click on 
on my links and you'll see my comics unleashed with byron allen yeah some of i want to date a comedian some stuff from uh the thing i shot yeah, with comedy those. central yeah but Good i mean stuff. if people are listening and they want to go yeah. tkcomedy.com yeah we got a big show coming up in dallas where we're both we're both in texas my wife and i even really? though we met out here she's from houston i'm from out here and then uh oh yeah i think i saw some of the advertising yeah we're gonna that. be in hyenas for a special event september 27th uh randy at hyenas was nice enough to to give us the night with the guy kirk smith who helped put it together he and i are co-headlining and i'm closing it up and my wife's gonna be on the show and some other Preston flag from Drunk History. Uh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. And uh, he's from Texas. Dallas, and then uh, uh, Justin Work is hosting, and he's from Dallas. We put it together; it's going to be good. We've already sold like 90 tickets. It holds like 200, but we still have another five weeks to. Oh yeah, you'll yeah, sell it's out. Gonna, it's going to be good. You'll sell out. Good yeah. stuff. All right, if you're like in Texas, go yeah. check that show out. Exactly. Yeah, I don't leave the marina much. You could see why, obviously. It's right? a nice little boat, though, man. <laughs> you like the boat? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll have to get you and your wife and go for a cruise somewhere. That'd be cool. You said you'd go to Catalina. Yeah, we'll have to go to Catalina for the weekend That or would something. be awesome. It's a fun boat. We'll leave the recorder going and we'll have a special edition. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot, yeah. Yeah, we'll have some fun. Uh, comedy. I always ask this and I have to know, who has inspired you in comedy? Who who are the, who are the big names? Well, who are the ones when you were young? Made, who the okay. ones? That's a, that's a great question. Who really wanted me to be a comic and inspired me to be a comic and it's weird to say this now because when I would say the I give the story before it was very inspirational people go ooh but my dad who was a, a great uh, musician jazz musician uh, played with Ellington and Basie uh, actually made an ar- album with Louis Armstrong which is Louis Armstrong and the Dukes of Dixieland my dad plays on that mm. album um Loved Bill Cosby, and growing up from age five to my teens, that's what I was able to listen to because Cosby doesn't use any language. Mm. And so language was not really permitted in my house uh, when I was younger, of course. So I listened to him constantly. And it's weird when I tell the story now because there's two people that in that generation that people inspired them. And the one was Bill Cosby, and the other side was Pryor. People go, who's your favorite? It's always one of the two. And I look at the fact now that you go, well, I mean... Richard Pryor, his mother and his grandmother ran a whorehouse. They mm-hmm. were prostitutes. He did a lot of heavy drugs. He beat his wives. He cheated on his wives. He burned himself up with cocaine. He cussed frequently, <laughs> but now he's the good guy. He's the guy that goes, yeah, he was the good, you know, because he, uh, he had sex with women, but apparently they were awake, so... <laughs> But uh, Cosby and him later on, uh-huh. it, it was Lenny Bruce. Um, I have some rules, though, too. they they got to be awake. Got to be awake. Yeah, they got to know they're having sex. I think if <laughs> if you want, you know... That's an old thing. It might as well be a dead dead body. That's a whole other fetish. Well, right you know, there. I'm married now, so if I'm making love to my wife and she starts to fall asleep, I might hurry up and finish up, but it's totally, you know... <laughs> I have permission, <laughs> it's, but it's crunch. I don't. If she's completely out, no. Yeah, but if she's starting yeah. to get tired, I'll pop her eye open, you know, and say, "Baby, you with me? Are you with me?" <laughs> Daddy's wrapping it up. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's just it's sad what's going on with Cosby. I have a very high opinion of women, and I'm one of the guys that actually think female comics are absolutely hysterical. They're, people go, they're, "They're not as funny." No, there's just it's saturated. Ninety percent of the market is it's, men. It's funny you say that because I can show you five or six women against five or six men. And be yeah. equally as funny. I have uh, usually my lineups fifty fifty. You you do a really good job. You had Roxy out that time. You got oh, yeah. my when my wife came down. You had that great show. Yeah, so that I, we did. I put together fantastic lineups. You do. And the only complaints I ever get is once in a while from a male comic mm-hmm. 
and then I don't have them back. <laughs> but yeah, they I say don't, women aren't funny. Yeah. Why I, do you have so many women? You're only supposed to have one woman for every six guys. That's like saying you're only allowed what? one Latino or a black. No. 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 Funny is funny. That too, you see my, my mix. Yeah, my mix and my I do the lineups. same thing. I try to get I make sure whoever I, I can on my show. You know, uh, I gotta make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. I'm Asian, the, I'm I don't care. If I'm the funny, token Sicilian. Yeah, you are. Not really token. <laughs> you're. I don't think you'd be trifled. You're a nice guy, but I I got a feeling if you'd snap, like there'd be people dead by collateral damage. <laughs> you don't mess with somebody from Brooklyn. Not you know? me. Yeah. Never. Never. It, when I used to bounce, it was always the. Club. I'm a relaxed sailor. Yeah, but still, I used to I used to bounce for a living in my 20s. I was a lot bigger then, but I it was always the quiet guys uh-huh. that I worried when I had to take yeah. them out or get them out of the club. The guys that talk trash and poke me, were, I was never afraid of those guys. I never. It was, I never it was the quiet about, guys yeah. that said one. Th- no, I don't. I don't think I'm leaving. And the short guys, you yeah. Always that, with those yeah, short you got it. Yeah, let me tell you something. My my cousin's a stunt man, and he's like five seven or five eight. Uh-huh. He's a great stunt man. He's never was the guy that had the short man's contact, yeah. but he had arms like massive. And the nicest guy, but yeah. don't get him trifled, man. Don't yeah. get him riled up. Yeah. Because it's not going to end well for you. Yeah. My cousin Timmy, Tim Buchanan, great, great. He's one of my best friends. He also happens to be my cousin. I love him dearly, and he's an amazing guy. But uh, he was always that guy that was just very confident, very cool. But you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to stir the stir the bull. You know, no, you know no, what I'm saying? Don't poke no, the bull. No. The only the only few guys that ever gave me an issue in a fight were short guys. Really? They don't have fight? problems with big guys. Yeah. They go, they drop easy. Yeah, they tend to. Yeah, I got to climb up once in a while. That's, <laughs> that's a, another whole story. Yeah. So I was inspired by Cosby, and then later on Lenny Bruce, and I, I loved Kennison, and then my one of my best friends hooked me up to 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 Bill uh, Bill Hicks, and that became one. yeah. I just yeah, think he was comics. a better writer than Kennison. Equally as funny. I just like this writing style, which is more what I do. Left turns. So, in, so, so inspired by the greats. Yeah. Where, how do you how do you get here? Where I've seen you on TV. Uh, I, I you know, see you all over the great all the great places, Hollywood Improv. I've been lucky, man. I just it's more relationships and like management and agencies. Um, I've just been able to uh, make connections with people, and then you know they remember that and they hooked me up. I got on Comics and Lace because my buddy, the Greg Wilson, who I met in uh, Dallas. In Arlington, actually, at the Funny Bone, we became really good friends, and uh, he and Andrew Norelli, who's the other writer, fought for me, and they got me on the show, which was great. Yeah, good. and then it, it helped great me. On the show. It helped me, you know, it, it helped me get booked on the road because you, on a hot show like that, and you can send him links, and people go, oh, he's wow, he's done, t-, you know. Yeah, as soon as you have a TV credit. Yeah, because now they all want TV credits. They all they all want that to oh. to get on the road and do stuff. You Don't know? we all? Yeah, but it is interesting. That's how, how I feel with the radio show and both with my Rat yeah. Pack show. I get a lot of calls for the, my, those Rat Pack shows too, and people yeah. want to come on, and it's like, yeah. hey, do you have TV credits or film credits? Or yeah, you know. Yeah, it's interesting how it's changed though. I mean, back in the day, I was talking to Tom Driesden, who used to open up for uh, Sinatra for years. Uh-huh. And Tom's a very, very good comic. He's he's got to be wow. He's got to be in his sixties. He looks great though. And I could be wrong about his age, but it just the way you talk. He has so much knowledge and information. And twenty years with Sinatra. He said back in the day, man, in the seventies, you'd be at a party. You go, I'm a comedian, and the only question people would ask you was, Have you been on the Tonight Show? And if you said no. They wouldn't talk to you the rest of the night. And if you said yes, they wouldn't leave you alone. Mm-hmm. He goes, and I remember when I first got on time, he was on like five or six times with Carson. Because yeah. after that, he, but I have guys now that have been on The Tonight Show and can't get booked on the road because they're like, what else have you done? Like, being on The Tonight Show is not what it used to be. Right. You know? Right. You know? Well, it's a combo of, are it's you busy? Are you doing things? Yeah, you yeah that's true. What are you doing now? What, what's going on with you now? Got to be in the sauce. Yeah. 
I mean, that's yeah, what I ask myself moving. too. What am yeah. I doing right now? I got to be in the sauce, and I put myself back in the sauce, whatever it yeah. takes. No, absolutely. It's a tough business. You got to be doing. They want to see you multi-talented doing a lot of things. Yep. Sometimes just being a comic isn't even enough. You know. No, it's, but at least now with YouTube and Facebook and all that, yeah. if you if you push yourself right, you can get out in front of people and yeah. make stuff happen. You're a multi-talented guy. I mean, you're writing your own material. Yeah. You're I, creating I, shows. I, I yeah. I mean, I, I wrote for Joan Rivers Fashion Police for one episode, and then they had the strike, so I didn't even get involved with that. And then um, I've been working on a couple uh, TV projects that I've been writing some some stuff that I'm pitching. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I can't sing at all. I'm, my wife can sing like a banshee. I can't sing. Yeah. For sure. But, so, uh, instruments? I mean, <coughs> you had this music, music family. I got to tell you, man, I uh, it's an interesting thing. I, I started playing the trumpet when I was in uh, first grade. And my dad and my mother were still married at the time. And... I uh, had my grandfather live with me. My dad's father came to live with us, and he made me practice four hours a day. And I was, to be honest with you, I was a prodigy. That's what my grandfather said, you're a prodigy. But what happened was my my parents divorced, and my dad married my mother's sister who'd been living with us. Mm. They'd been having an affair. So besides my parents, my mother's sister, who was 10 years younger, was living with us. My father's father was living with us. So then my aunt moved out, and then my dad moved out, and then got divorced from my mom. And then married my mother's sister, and then like six months later, my grandfather passed away of a heart attack, who was still living with us. And I was so angry at my father that I put it down for like a year and a half. And when I picked it up, I, I was never the same. Wow. Yeah. And I regret that, because my mother should have said, well, you're still going to practice. Yeah. Because I was like fifth grade and went fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and I was first chair. And when I came back a couple years later, I was second chair, and then third. I just, I just played in high school a little bit, played euphonium, but I was, it was never the passion that it was right. when I was younger. Right. You know. So comedy, you think it was because a lot of the uh, <clears throat> the, the things that happened? or I always wanted to do comedy. I either yeah. wanted to be a musician or I wanted to play yeah. uh, wide receiver in the NFL or I wanted to do stand-up. <laughs> wide receiver. Yeah. I, that was, you I, like football, huh? Oh, I played all the time with my friends. I, was, I didn't play in high school. I was too skinny, but I was always the guy that would throw myself in harm's way to catch a ball. I... And I, I never dropped balls. If I had put on some weight like I did in college, I probably could have gone out, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was good. All my friends always picked me first. Always last in baseball, always middle for uh, for uh, for basketball. But in football, I was I was always... And I was smaller than a lot of guys, but they always picked me first because, I mean, I just could throw the ball and I could run lightning speed. And I always, always caught balls. Afraid of my own shadow outside of that. <laughs> You know, uh, like guys picked on me. I never gotten fights back then. I was too afraid. Yeah. But well, you're a badass on stage. Thanks, brother. I'll tell you that. Love your shows. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Very, very aggressive. I love the I love the uh, one-liners and and uh, you're a hitter. You're a hitter yeah. up I'm there. I can't recover stuff. from your last joke when the next one. Yeah, is I do the smashing. rapid fire. I always yeah. do. You know, I always I slow it down a little bit on the road because I and people in the Midwest, people in New York and, and, and L.A. think very fast and they catch uh -huh. stuff, but. Uh -huh. Midwest are a little bit older. You did that well, just, just now, just, without saying they were slow. Yeah, well, no, they're not slow. They're just, it's a, it's a more laid-back lifestyle. Yeah, they're not as quick as So they're not used LA. to the fast talkers. Yeah, so. fast talkers. Now, they wouldn't understand my show. Yeah, New York, Boston, L.A., we can all boom, 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 you know. So what's next for you right now? What, what, what do you see yourself doing? What's, what's coming well, up Well, we'll know what's going on after Thursday. We're pretty excited about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the, we the project we can't talk about. Yeah, yeah, now. we can't talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, this Texas thing, and then... Uh, is it reality? No, I can't even talk about 
what's going on. It's, is it magazine show? I can't even talk about it. I can't even give you a hint. I, I, I really can't. Man, he's just sticking yeah, with it right there. God, okay. I can't do it. So uh, I wouldn't even bother. But when I come back, I, I shut will. the white light off. I got a white <laughs> light in his face. I'm like, you might as well. It's not. Yeah, it's not gonna. No? You, well, you can waterboard me. It's not gonna. I'm we were close to the water, but it's not gonna. <laughs> I can't. Um, but I am working on some other stuff. Some some. Uh, I wrote a. a, a TV uh, sitcom is very traditional. Uh, then I'm working on that. I'm actually uh, met some guys that want to see it. So I I haven't I wrote it like a year and a half ago. So I'm gonna yeah. go back and repolish it. And there's some references that I make that are a little bit out of date that I want to you know yeah yeah clean up yeah clean up and then uh, start pitching that and see what happens. Is there a part in any of this for me? Do I? I, fit I think in? so. Yeah, I think you could uh, absolutely easily. Yeah. Yeah. A troll under the bridge or, uh, you know, something. Some Not that good looking, but something, you, you know, something, yeah. Something, okay. Yeah. You'll keep me in mind? Absolutely. All right, all right, all right. And, and we can have you back, and you're going to tell us about the projects. Yeah. And, because if, you just yeah. can't talk about it now. Right. Okay. And um, right. even if Thursday, if we start the process, I don't know. If how I hear soon you talked about, talk about it on another show in the next two weeks, I'm no, really I was, I, I, okay. I'm okay. afraid of you, actually. Okay. I, yeah. All right. I, I'm, I'm not messing with Brooklyn. Yeah. I, uh, Brooklyn yeah. in the house. No, right? yeah, we can't. So. All right. Just letting you know. As soon as I can know, though. It'll uh, be a one way ride. Yeah. One way boat ride. I know exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. What's all this cement for? Oh, we're building a deck. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nobody used cement shoes anymore. Day. What's going on with that? They, yeah, I know. Those are the it's days. Old, it's all that. You know, it's hard. I always ask this question. I've asked it before. And when I ask this question, I always seem weird asking it. So bear with me on this. Okay. Because I know we can't see the future and we don't have a crystal ball. Right. But all said and done, where would you like to be? Say two or three years from now, that oh. where you, that you aren't now. That's an interesting. I thought you were going to ask me to put my pants back on. Thank no, God. no, no, no. Kind of I'm, I'm fine. I I yeah. do my show in my underwear yeah. you look every good. week. You look good. You know, you're boxers. I thought you were more briefs. That's good. Yeah. Um, well. in two to three years, you know, my wife also doing stand up. I would like to see us. I I kind of pull back from the road to work on some projects. I would love to see one of our projects hit because once you know you do that, then you can go on the road and and tour in between shows and make good money. Yeah. You can make eight or ten or twenty grand for a week if you're a hot property on TV. So yeah. I think our discussion with Kara and I over the last year, we've got some stuff done, is to really come up with something that's viably going to get us in front of people and help get us on the road and make good money. Because money's dropped on the road, man. You, if it, if oh, it's yeah, not for merchandising, that's why a lot of guys go in and do. You, I'm going to make more money. CDs and pictures yeah. and DVDs. Yeah, I'm going to make more money in our one-night event than I could working road just being booked by a comic because we're getting the door, they're getting the drinks, and we're selling tickets online, and that's right. the future. It's, it's you know, crazy. Everything's changed for music people, too. It's, I know. They change, everything's changed. <clears throat> I've got a good friend, Brian Robinson. He and his dad and his brother, they, that they own Morgan Creek Films. Yeah. And I had lunch with him last week because he's just a friend of mine. And uh, he said, yeah, he said, movie industry is changing. It's not coming back. He said, uh, you've got these hits like Straight Outta Compton. It only cost him $28 million to make, plus marketing. And it's a huge hit. He goes, Man From Uncle, $170 million. They made $12 million the first weekend. He goes, and it's changing the industry to the point where, he said, I'm telling you, in four to five years, he said, and I could be wrong, but I know what I'm talking about. He goes... You're not going to be able to get DVDs or Blu-rays. They're going to be gone. It's all going to be streaming, live streaming. Everything. It's going to be There's Netflix. no reason to have it in your hands. It's hand going to be anymore. Hoop Blue. It's going to be all this, right? 
Even now, when copy. I when I go to shows, when people sell stuff, they don't sell DVD; they sell flash drives. Here, oh you know, yeah, download it. So you know, you oh, still yeah. do T-shirts and shot glasses and ball caps. People love that, but DVDs, it's it's not no, no CDs. That's going to be a thing of the past. So it's all about selling the downloads. And not giving that away and not yeah. letting people stream it for free, which we got YouTube and we all yeah. have our stuff and, on YouTube. And look what Louis C.K. did. He, uh, you know, he put his album up and said, five bucks, you can do whatever you want with it, you can give it to your friends, you can do whatever, once you have it, it's yours, I don't care. He made, like, what did he, in like three days, he made like six million dollars. And then, uh, wow. Maria Bamford took his model, did the same thing. She didn't make the money he did. Because she didn't have quite the following, yeah, but she, she still doesn't. is a niche comic. She has a lot of people that love her. Yeah. She's a great person. She's yeah. absolutely hysterical yeah. at her character. Oh, hysterical! She made great money, and that's the thing. If you can go out there and become viable, gotta have a show. Now you can just say, "Hey, go to my website. You know, look at my stuff. You know, Taylor Swift pulled all her music off. You can't get her uh, free music anymore. You have yeah. to pay for it because she's like, you know, it's worth something." This generation is starting to think that everything should be free, yet they want to make money. Where they go to work, if they go to work at Bloomingdale's, they're getting paid, oh, yeah. and yet they want to download everything for free. They're like, well, they've already got money. Yeah, but the young artists don't, so she's trying to pave the way for young artists to say, hey, you know, put out some of your stuff for free, but don't let it all be for free. So you have to, it, it's all part of karma to, to me, too, in the world. It's like, yeah. you have to pay for artwork. Yeah. That's how you have art. If, they, if you're not going to pay artists... Then there's not going to be any art. Yeah, I've had a couple Pretty of friends simple. said, "Hey, can you comp me when you come to Dallas?" I'm like, "Dude, you know, you work for a living. I haven't seen you in five, six, seven years, and you know, fifteen dollars is not much for a ticket." And is so that crazy I, though? I, they I, ask. Yeah, and I'm telling them, "No, you know what? No, I'm not. A, I'm fifteen I, bucks each. I have to fly in. I have to. I'm getting to. We're doing all this. We got a sponsor, Colcock Whiskey. Yeah. They're gonna get us some T-shirts, and we're gonna blow it out. But still, yeah. like, I pay wherever I go." Yeah, you know, and and you know, hey, I'm a comic myself. You see me, I'll come in with a with a table of people. Yeah, and I'll pay for everybody. You you have, and I and I do the same thing when I go out. Yeah, it's only in the comic. What about industry. the other comics and the producer? Yeah, like the venue. Well, well, how you have to make things go around. Yeah, you know? it's funny, but you know, because we're in this business, only in the stand-up comedy world. Do people come in and you go, it's 10 bucks to get in, they go, I'm a comic. And I may not even know that. They may not even have a business card. But musicians don't do that. They know if they're going to see a friend at the Viper Room, they have to buy a, 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 you know, a ticket. Yeah. You know, people in theater know if you're invited out <laughs> to see a show. Yeah. Like, a like, guy can't walk up to the Arclight and, and go, uh, it's $14 for a ticket. I'm an actor. Oh, I didn't know that. Please come in. You're I an actor. I feel like the problem is the more money they have, too. Do you know that? Because uh, I'm not going to mention names. A couple of people I work with that are really, really big names yeah. in, in film. You know, some yeah. of the top actors. Yeah. yeah. Box office, okay? Yeah. Where they just get up from the table and, and walk out in the middle of Beverly Hills with a bill that's like $2,000 and wave their hand. Like, uh, they feel like people are there to see them. They yeah. went in the restaurant. They bring business to it. So even at the high level, yeah. the attitude's still the same. It's Yeah. and But there's also people that pay. are great. You know, that people don't want to pay. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's not good. No, but then there's good. there's the ones that you meet that are amazing, yeah. and yeah. you know. So a good luck to you. You're always hustling with these shows, and you are on the right path as always. Uh, I mean, I'm trying, trying, TV, man. TV, TV, TV. I didn't know if I mentioned this, That's... but if you want to see some of my uh, clips, you can go to TK Comedy. Dot com and yeah. see my stuff in Comics and Least. I want to date a comedian, Comedy Central. And uh, I, I produced a pay-per-view that Alonzo Bowden hosted for me. He did a great job years ago. I didn't make a lot of money on it because the guy I was working with did the deal and really screwed us. But uh, you, I think that's still up, too. Some of my stuff from that Best Damn Sports Show. Funny stuff. Yeah. I've done so many shows. You're always hilarious. Thanks, man. 
Oh, well, I'd like to get you back. I didn't know if you want to come out. Uh, I, I am have... one of your rebels of comedy. Yeah. You know it. I know. You know it. So I've got September. Let's see. Hold on. I've got the 11th or the 12th of September. We can tell people right now. Have you on a show? We'd okay, love that. we're going to do that. As soon as which, we get off the air, we're well, going to book something. You well, let's book it now. Tell me which one you want. Are you going to put me right on the spot on the air? Yeah, because huh? people will come out and see. You've got September what? I'm, I'm, I'm the 10th. Uh, 12th or 13th. Okay, so September 10th, I'm at Flappers in the Yoohoo Room, 9.30. September 15th, I'm at Bogies in Redondo at 8. Okay. What do you got, 20th? What did you say I, it was? I know, I've got a... 20, you got anything around the 20th, 20-something? I, I, I do. Hang on. 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. I've got the 18th or 19th, or I have the 12th or 13th. Or 11, I mean 11th or 12th. Probably the 18th or 19th would be better. Let me see. Where, Formosa? Where yeah, Formosa. Yeah, love that place. Yeah, TK does you. a show. If you're anybody who's ever in town and you're in Hollywood. Yeah, I've got the 21st. The Formosa 28th. Cafe, Rebels that's of Comedy. He does yeah. a kick and show. And that's that legendary uh, Chinese restaurant. Yeah, it was built in 1935. Car. It was uh, yeah. John Wayne just sleep there. They used to just lock him up. He'd pass out and they'd, he'd make himself <laughs> breakfast. They'd wake up. Yeah. Hilarious. Next time you come back to bring your wife. She's so funny, too. I will. I want to have the two of you. But, you know, I- I'm glad you didn't this time because... The two of you wouldn't have been able to talk about what you're working on. That's true. That's true. Because you're working on it together, and uh, you'd have to kill us all. All right, so you're going to come back to the water soon? Have fun? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah? We'll go out to Catalina or something. We'll record a show. Oh, my wife would love that. All right. I'm going to take you for a boat ride right now. We're going to have to let everybody go. I'm going to take you for at least a little uh, Zodiac trip over okay. to the Yacht Club. We'll have a cocktail. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We gotta excited. Go. Wish we could bring you folks with us, too, for a cocktail. But Hey, thanks for listening. Please listen to his yeah. podcast. Tony's an amazing comic, and he's... He really thank takes you. care of comics. Okay, thank you very much. Love you, TK. Ladies and gentlemen, that was TK Matterson this week. You've been live and on board with Tony Malazzo. Until next time, ciao. Ciao, bella.